Hi, thank you for joining us on the Surviving Layoffs Community Conversation. I mean, I'm excited today because our special guest is Dr. Bob Nugavara. Bob? How are you? How's everybody? <laughs> great, great. And, and Dr. Bob is actually a, a doctor, has his PhD in Christian Counseling Ministry. Uh, so, Bob, let's, I just want to go back to a little bit of kind of your history, your experience, and, and how you got here. I know you did a significant amount of work and years in the educational system. Talk to us about that a little bit. Okay. Hey, what was your degree in? What was your degree in when you it graduated? It was uh, general el elementary education. Okay. Okay. So, and so one, that, again, so there's a couple. You up to move in? Yes, there's a to, couple. Uh, those favorite things. Again, one of the last psychology classes that I took at Glassboro, the instructor somehow, you know, maybe my personality or whatever, he said, hey, Bob, you know, I'm the dean of the counseling uh, master's program here. If you ever think about getting into it, give me a call. So at that time, you had to teach for at least two years before you could even get your counseling certification. So okay. I got a teaching job in South Jersey. At that time, too, if you were an element and came in the office, we were just talking, talk about some more favor. This director of our division was also a resident of Medford Lakes and part of the okay. JCs, you know. So, again, God just moved things together. But this one time he came in, he, he looked down, he saw the Bible, and he said, you know, Bob, this is secular school. I'm not sure how that would go over with parents or, or whoever, you know, and I said, well, if a student sees it and he brings up anything about Christianity and is in a positive way, we'll talk about it. If I'm not going out of my way, you know, when they're sitting there, you know, you've got some problems. Uh, are you born again? You know, I don't, right. I wasn't getting in their face to, to do something like that. But just the image that I evidently that I was trying to get across there were a few students who, a drug addict, I'm going to, you know, just uh, do what I want to do. But what leads up to that and, and how they would come back? And like I said before, with the, all the education, the things that I was going through, each time there was a plan to try to, you know, how am I going to do this a little bit better? So like with the high school, the plan of doing the courses, the college, the courses, and then the doctorate, the different courses to get out of the way. So I tried to develop a plan with them. How can we deal with these, these things? You know, how can we deal with like denial? And then we, uh, I came up, looked at the, there's tons of verses you could go through in, in the Bible, but there's several, like I, I've got uh, like four. Oh, so before you go there. So, Dr. Bob, I think what you're saying is, so step one, as you're experiencing loss or, you know, trauma, one is kind of look at it and begin to plan how you were going to address it? Or Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, uh, how you are going to address it. Trying all along, like with your book too, trying to keep a positive attitude. You say about, uh, you know, attitude but it's really a positive attitude because, as opposed to a negative I mean, I attitude remember yes yes with one of your last uh, podcasts when you were you were uh, expressing that the time that you and another fellow were let go 
you talk with them after the one fellow about a week and, and say, oh, okay, Charlie, whatever his name was. So how's things going? Well, I'm waiting around here. I'm trying to see what's going to happen. And in your mind, it's like, waiting around? I've already con put out like a hundred different things. I have maybe a, a couple that have looked pretty good as far as offers already. And this is, so that's a proactive way of looking at it. It's a positive thing. And then back, so just back to that, Dr. Bob, what you were saying, first, denial, this thing has happened. And Amen. then he was in anger. Yes, you know, we, yes. were, we were a week or so after this, and he was still in anger. There you go. That's it. And mm. one of the scriptures for, for anger that I would uh, be trying to share would be, you know, now you're, you're expressing these things about this, this person. What would be a, a verse in the Bible that would kind of uh, express like how you would like to be treated? And then a lot of times they would, well, there's, isn't there something that they call the golden rule? You know, something like do unto others, something like that. And as you would have them do unto the, to you, ourselves, you know, and I said, there you go. You know, so would you want somebody to curse you out? How would you react? You know, is that you curse, curse somebody out about your job and all? Is that going to make them say, wow, what a nice guy. I think we might hire this guy. And the important thing, important uh, communications with just the people originally doesn't stop right there. You know, if you're being negative, people maybe from your work that might have contacts with a, another employer or other friends that you don't know how the connection would be, but they would share that, you know, Boy, Charlie's off the wall. You wouldn't believe the way he was talking about his boss or talking about this person and all, and how the word can get around. Whereas sure. somebody, you know, gee whiz, you know, Charlie and, and Boris were let go. You wouldn't believe. I, I don't know how Boris does it, but he, he comes around with a smile and, and he's just you know, like nothing happened, but I know like you were sharing inside something happened, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting, Dr. Bob, in, in doing the podcast, when one of the things we've had a couple of people say, what you just said was relationships yes. and reputation is important. That's right. I think, uh, was it Jim Smith? Is that his name? Yes, it was James. Yes, James, James said that relationships James, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, are I important. made a comment, uh, one of the notes that I had here, and so emphasizing that, you know, this is a challenge, you know, you, people say, well, you're not there, you know, you don't have to go through it. Well, it's a challenge, you know, I, I kept thinking, you know, when I was younger, even today, you know, if something, some device in the house or around, it's not working. What do you do? Well, if I was a millionaire, I'd throw it out and get another one. But I'm not a millionaire, so let's see. Let's just see if I can fix it. And a lot of times, see, whiz, it's just uh, the wire is loose inside or something. So you you put it you put it in your mind as a challenge, rather than just saying, ah, this piece of such and such is this and that. You know, you try to look at it as a, a challenge. So, so when you are counseling people, you're, you're that you're communicating with them. Yes. 
this is a challenge that you can overcome. Yes, yes. Change your perception. Mm-hmm. And then uh, looking at one of the other, you know, trying, as I meet with the individuals, some of the scriptures that I'm kind of saying now, I have a whole sheet that I would give them and tell them, listen, you know, when you're the enemy, we're talking about. So when you are counseling people, you're, you're, that's, you're communicating with them. Yes. This is a challenge that you can overcome. Yes. Yes. Change your perception. Mm-hmm. And then uh, looking at one of the other, you know, trying, as I meet with the individuals, some of the scriptures that I'm kind of saying now, I have a whole sheet that I would give them and tell them, listen, you know, when you're the enemy, we're talking about an enemy here that's having you think negatively and that you sure. makes you think, you know, what should I have done? What could I, you know, all these what if type things, but look at it, you know, we're going to solve the problem what can we do so one of the scriptures with like feeling uh, a guilty type is in philippians be anxious for nothing and as far as you indicated i think a, a podcast or so ago i bre i begin with prayer and that's what part yeah. of this is too you know it's saying um be anxious for nothing but in everything be in earnest prayer. That in itself, you know, sometimes you look at scripture and you go through it really fast and you don't really take words apart. But when it says earnest prayer, mm. so many times, I mean, we, we think of it like when we're having meals. Lord, thank you for this food. Bless it. Give us strength and nourishment for it, you know, and there it is. Amen. You know, right on through, but earnest prayer, you know, really getting your heart into what you're doing. And there's one other scripture, if I can find it uh, quickly here, uh, um, as far as planning, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do. Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. That, that says volumes right there. And all of, no matter what's going on, whether you're, you're working, playing, doing whatever, you know, do what you're doing in excellence. I have a, an old... A photo of Arnold Palmer. It was from one of the newspapers and it has a picture of him. And underneath it, it has excellence. And it's just, I, I must be probably 25 years old, but I have it in my garage. I really have to get it in a frame or something because it's, it's in there, it's getting dusty and all, but it's just when I, every, it's, it's a, a point of, encouragement every time i look at that arnold is is probably in his uh middle 30s or early 40s in that in that photo but to look at him and just with the word excellence you just say yes because it's it's in my garage and, and i'm doing a lot of work in there so if i'm going to do something i'm going to do it as best as i can 
And that's the, the words, these words. And like when we're ministering to, to people, we're saying, you know, well, you've been laid off. It's a challenge now. Look into the word. What does it say? You know, does it say that uh, you, when you're out of work, you're, you're a no good bum? It doesn't say that. You know, it says we can look and say you're the head and not the tail. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. If we can just take those scriptures in, build ourselves up. Some of these challenges are not, I mean, they're not easy to overcome. So, Dr. Bob, you know, what, what you just said is that, one, when, when you suffer this loss that we're talking about from a job, one is changing our perception so that it is a challenge, a new challenge. And then when you said work as unto the Lord, one of the things I communicate in, in my book is that when these things happen, I have a new job, a new focus. You know, my action is I have a new job of finding that new job and I'm going to work diligently. I'm going to work with excellence to find that new job, right? That is the new Amen. challenge, new opportunity, finding a new job. Amen. And there's one like getting your heart into what you're doing. And there's one other scripture, if I can find it uh, quickly here. Uh, um, as far as planning, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. That, that says volumes right there. And all of, no matter what's going on, whether you're, you're working, playing, doing whatever, you know, do what you're doing in excellence. I have a, an old uh, photo of Arnold Palmer. It was from one of the newspapers and it has a picture of him and underneath it, it has excellence. And it's just, I, I must be probably 25 years old, but I have it in my garage. I really have to get it in a frame or something because it's, sure. it's in there, it's getting dusty and all, but it's just when I, every, it's, it's a, a point of encouragement. Every time I look at that, Arnold is, is probably in his uh, middle 30s or early 40s in that in that photo but to look at him and just with the word excellence you just say yes because it's it's in my garage and, and i'm doing a lot of work in there so if i'm going to do something i'm going to do it as best as i can and that's the the words these words, and like when we're ministering to, to people, we're saying, you know, well, you've been laid off. It's a challenge now. Look into the word. What does it say? You know, does it say that uh, you, when you're out of work, you're, you're a no good bum? It doesn't say that. You know, it says we can look and say, you're the head and not the tail. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. If we can just take those scriptures in, build ourselves up. Some of these challenges are not, 
I mean, they're not easy to overcome. So, Dr. Bob, you know what, what you just said is that, one, when, when you suffer this loss that we're talking about from a job, one is changing our perception so that it is a challenge, a new challenge. And then when you said work as unto the Lord, one of the things I communicated in, in my book is that when these things happen, I have a new job, a new focus. You know, my action is I have a new job of finding that new job and I'm going to work diligently. I'm going to work with excellence to find that new job, right? That is the new Amen. challenge, new opportunity, finding a new job. Amen. And there's one last, uh, maybe one, one last or two here I, verses um, in Psalm 139, 5 and 6. It, God is speaking and saying, you've gone into my future. This is God going into our future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of the past. If we can believe that, that God is going be before us there, he's preparing a way for us, and he's also going behind and, and keeping the past is the past. You know, none of us can go back and, and say, let's turn the clock back, you know, eight months ago, you know, before the virus and everything, you know, we, we can't do that. We've got to work in the now and then have that trust in God that he's, he's there with us. And that goes back to the statement you said, you know, the book says attitude, but you further clarified it with positive attitude, right? positive expectation. And back to the scripture that you said, if, if we believe that scripture that God has gone before us, he is concerned for our future, we can look at this challenge and look at the things ahead of us with a positive expectation Amen. and a positive attitude that, that we will, you know, we'll have success in accomplishing that goal, finding a new job, turning around our business, you know, handling the loss and leaving the past. Amen. Amen. And one of your uh, points in one of the podcasts, you said too, I think in the one where that you asked the guy, what are you doing? And he said, not too much. I think you re responded by saying, well, is, is this the kind of person that I want to hang around? Like, he's going to be pulling me down and I'm going to start feeling, whoa, is me. And I think you said, no, this, I'm putting those, that type of person aside. Let me be around people who are uplifting and looking to the positive. And that's, that's what the whole thing is that you never even thought of. Well, Dr. Bob, what I'd like you to do for us as we wrap up is I would like you to take a minute and pray for our, you know, our audience, our community, those people in our community who suffered loss, job loss or any other loss. If you, That'd be a great way for us to wrap up today. Amen. Amen. Well, Lord, we just, we just thank you for this, this time that we could share with Boris here and you. Lord, your word says where two or more are gathered in your name, you're present. We, Lord, we thank you for being here with us. Lord, we just thank you for your word, your word of encouragement. Lord, we just pray that even just a few words that we spoke this afternoon, Lord, that they would 
not return void, that they would touch individuals, Lord, that they would be words to have them even be encouraged to look further into your word, Lord, for your peace, your protection, and your direction for their lives, and for knowing that you are love, Lord, and your word also is saying that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, we thank you for that promise, Lord. It's not something we've just made up. It's you. We believe in your word to be the truth, and we ask for your, your peace. We pray for open doors and open minds to all those individuals who are listening to us, watching us this afternoon. Lord, just be with them. Lord, just show them a path for their life. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Bob. And I thank you for joining us on our Surviving Layoffs Community Conversation. Have a great day, Doctor. All right. Definitely a pleasure. Take care.